The Boston Bruins are trying to make the most of another lengthy break in the schedule by getting in some extra practice and also trying to become more aware of the Kyle Beach situation and the investigation into the Chicago Blackhawks and how it affects them and their role as players. Let's get into today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins, shall we? Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans? It's Wednesday, November 3rd, and this is another episode of the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. I want to thank you for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, uh, also on YouTube now. And uh, you can go ahead and please subscribe, uh, download, listen as much as possible. Uh, each new episode automatically added to your feed or on the YouTube channel for you to, uh, yeah, enjoy at your convenience. It is, uh, yeah, November now. The Bruins yet to play their first game of the new month. It's a bit chilly up here. As YouTube viewers can see, I'm rocking my Locked On Toque here this morning. And on today's podcast, I want to talk about, yeah, latest updates from practice, uh, the Bruins gathering to watch the Kyle Beach interview on TSN over the weekend, and yeah, just get you updated on some news and notes from around the NHL. If you're new to the podcast, uh, like I said, my name is Ian McLaren. You can find me on Twitter at Ian C. McLaren, lifelong Bruins fan, been writing about this team for about 16 years, actually since the Joe Thornton trade, which... We're coming up on the 16th anniversary of and worked full-time in hockey writing for about five years at the score. I live in Guelph, Ontario, which is home of the storm. And I uh, was able to cover their run to the OHL championship a couple years ago and have been hosting this podcast ever since. And I'm excited to get into today's episode. Now the Bruins, yeah, in the midst of, uh, another, what, four-day break here in the schedule. And they took advantage of that time to get together over the weekend to uh, watch TSN's interview with Kyle Beach, who recently revealed himself as the victim in an alleged 2010 sexual assault when he was a member of the organization. Uh, this was disclosed by Brandon Carlo, the fact that the team got together and it was prompted by uh, head coach Bruce Cassidy and captain Patrice Bergeron. Uh, the Bruins for this, you know, when it was uh, revealed yesterday that they did this wide, uh, you know, kind of applause, support for them, leaders leading. And uh, it was great to see that the whole team got together. Uh, Carlos said they felt a responsibility that they wanted to watch it as a team. Uh Kyle Beach was trying to display a message for all the players to speak up, have a lot of courage in doing so. It was obviously very powerful. It affected the whole team in a way that you could just tell in the room, apparently, according to Carlo. 
Uh, Carlos said, quote, I just want to commend him on his courage first and foremost. It was a great thing for all of us to do. It was very courageous for him to come out and do this. He's not doing it for no reason. He's doing it to put a stop to things like this. Once you see it, you see the emotion involved with it. You gain an understanding that things like this do happen. And his message was very clear that you don't have to be alone in it. Uh, that was huge to see and very powerful, Carlos said. It was great that all the Bruins watched it, but also very hard to watch. I keep coming back to uh, the part in the interview where Kyle Beach kind of breaks down a bit and apologizes to future victims of Brad Aldrich for not doing more. And I think that's why it's so important that the Bruins as a team got together, uh, that everybody kind of now has that accountability that if something does come up, that everybody can have a voice in these kind of situations and to remind each other that they're not alone, no matter what they are going through. Now, Carlo is the team's player association rep, uh, and he also took part in a call about the situation with the NHL's leadership on Monday afternoon, the NHLPA's leadership, I should say. Uh, so he said, you know, from watching the interview, it kind of transitions to a responsibility within the Players Association and different things to try to really and further investigate who knew what, the information that was given to, to certain people and who didn't act accordingly in regards to making more of an effort to stand up for Kyle Beach. It's a players association. They're supposed to represent the uh, good of the players. And obviously someone did not step up and do that in, in Kyle Beach's case. Carlos said there's a good amount of frustration, questioning basically more so what was going on. It's a big responsibility to make it known that they want more of an investigation, further review of how things were handled. Uh, he said, overall, he thinks that will be accomplished. It's very important for the players at this point to make sure that things are handled appropriately going forward and also getting the knowledge out there of who was involved uh, in all of this. You can maybe hear my cat being a little playful there in the background. Um, now, yeah, I think something to remember is that this is all relatively new to most of us. Uh, this, the knowledge of this situation, you know, it first started to come out in the spring. It's only been a couple months. Kyle Beach has been living with this for 11 years. People that uh, he trusted, people he looked up to, people in positions of power from the Blackhawks, the NHLPA, the NHL, they have let him down consistently and constantly over the past 11 years and it's great that people are starting to to realize this to have their eyes open to this and hopefully meaningful change can come of it and ultimately that you know Kyle Beach can move on find some healing and know that he's not alone in the hockey community uh, and in the world at large so yeah good on Bergeron and Cassidy for uh, gathering the players to watch this video. I'm sure it was hard to watch. It is for me. It is for all of us, especially people in the hockey community, knowing how, yeah, I'm sure there's countless situations that have fallen through the cracks, uh, countless questionable instances, circumstances, and uh, hopefully this can bring about uh, some meaningful change. 
Before we get to um, news and notes from Bruins practice, a quick word about Shopify. Shopify is uh, represented by that famous cha-ching noise. I love that sound. It makes me smile. It's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. In case you don't know, Shopify is a complete commerce platform that lets you start, grow, and manage a business. It's a subscription-based software that allows anyone to set up an online store and sell their products. Shopify store owners can also sell in physical locations using Shopify POS, our point-of-sale app, and accompanying hardware. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business, so upstarts, startups, and established businesses can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Go to shopify.com slash LockedOnNHL, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of services and features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash LockedOnNHL right now. That's shopify.com slash LockedOnNHL. You can also get your next box of built bars by going to built.com now personally i love thanksgiving all the good food and treats and plenty of them but maybe you want a yummy dessert that isn't so full of calories and sugar it's the perfect uh, time to stock up on built bars as your new holiday dessert you can feast on something delicious and feel good about it one slice of pie has about 300 calories and that's on the low end most built bars have about 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar with plenty of protein. Replace your coconut cream pie with a coconut built bar or go for a raspberry built bar instead of a raspberry pie. Lots of good flavors to replace any pie. Like I said, they're low calorie, low carb, low fat, high protein, but they're covered in 100% real chocolate so you can get that kind of dessert treat taste in your mouth. Built is bar is a great option when you're hungry. If Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, go for a built bar or two now. There's new surprises all month. Limited time flavors arriving at built.com regularly. So check the site often. Go to built.com, use promo code locked15, and you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code locked15 for 15% off at built.com. I want to thank you again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, so please do hit that subscribe button. Also on YouTube, uh, where you can watch these videos, watch uh, kind of behind the curtain. You can see my cat running around uh, and uh, get a look inside our living room slash my home office every day. And uh, yeah comment there as well we can get the discussion going on our boston bruins who are getting ready for a game tomorrow night against the uh, detroit red wings it's another lengthy break i know a lot of us are frustrated with the schedule not a lot of bruins games early on here Uh, they've played just seven games tied for fewest in the nhl and it's a very unusual schedule to begin the season Uh, especially when you consider there's going to be a three-week break in February. You'd think there'd be a bit more games off the top. Uh, Kind of reminds us that the back end of the schedule is going to be pretty pretty heavy. So, yeah, 
just as a reminder, after the preseason finale, the Bruins had a 10-day layoff before their opener against Dallas. There was another four-day break after that game, before their second game. Then they played six games in 11 days, including a back-to-back in Florida and Carolina last week. But now they're in the midst of a four-day pause. And there's another five-day pause uh, or six-day pause next month. Uh, Sorry, not next month, later this month. So, yeah, a pretty ridiculous schedule. Uh, Bruce Cassidy said, you're going to value this time at some point. It helps you recover. They've had a couple guys out. Don't want to say, you know, they catch their breath because they haven't had a time. They haven't had to catch their breath, but maybe heal a little bit. You know, Craig Smith has been banged up. Nick Foligno uh, is still week to week. Uh, He has been skating on his own, not yet ready to join the team. So hopefully he's healthy for the heavier part of the schedule. At the end of the day, Cassidy said the season's here. It started. You want to get playing and get playing on a regular basis. The challenge is keeping everybody ready, using practice efficiently. And they're trying to do that. But until they play a few games, it's always hard to tell how it worked out. They do have a veteran group that should be able to play through it and enjoy their family time if they can. Younger guys might be a bit tougher. They're expending a lot of energy and practice where older guys can balance it a bit better and have enough left for games. Uh, But it has given newcomers like Linus Allmark, Eric Howla, Thomas Nozick, an opportunity to see how hard the group uh, gets after it day in and day out. Allmark said he figured out the standard for practices was pretty high, went pretty hard, even though they didn't have any coaches practices before camp. uh, And he wasn't present for those. Camp started, you step up a couple more times, have a lot of young guys that try to make a name for themselves and gain a spot by scoring on him. Uh, one of the most impressive things he said is just how hard they're practicing every single day when they're out there, not a day where they just go through the motions, actually out there every single day trying to get better on the things that need to be worked on. At practice on Tuesday, uh, there was a bit of a hullabaloo as uh, Patrice Bergeron was not present. Jack Stanika was recalled. He took Bergeron's place between Brad Marchand and David Pasternak. I was thinking of having a segment on today's podcast titled, Should We Be Worried About Patrice Bergeron? But according to Cassidy, it was just a maintenance day, and he will be back with the group here on Wednesday as they gather for practice. So we'll keep an eye on that. If for whatever reason he is not present, then obviously that will be a bigger story with Jack Eichel, who we'll talk about here in a moment, seemingly close to being traded. You know, it got me thinking about Boston center situation and how they have really failed to draft and develop at that position no disrespect to Jack Stanika. I don't see him as a number one center at the NHL. Perhaps he could grow into that. Uh, I don't know how many people saw Bergeron as a number one center when he came up, really. Um, he obviously grew and developed into that. Uh, you know, he, at the beginning of his career, was penciled in to be behind Joe Thornton, who was still with the team. Uh, and then after that trade, Bergeron stepped up and he and Krejci took that uh, mantle as a one and two center after that uh, you know I think Brad Marchand is elite enough to carry a line at this point but uh, life without Patrice Bergeron is coming it's 
scary. And hopefully the Bruins are able to put a uh, plan in place to, um, yeah, adjust and, and move on when that day does come. Now, if you're a betting person, Bet Online is back and better than ever. They have a new web interface for the start of the basketball season, more props, odds, and lines than ever before. They're your number one spot for football action this season as well, and they have you covered, of course, for all things hockey. You can head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. They have you covered, like I said, from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC. They have your favorite Vegas casino games on there as well. So take advantage of all the amazing offers available this season at Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Now, it seems as though there are two teams in the running for Jack Eichel at this point, and that would be the Vegas Golden Knights and the Calgary Flames. According to Elliot Friedman of Sportsnet, talks got pretty hot last week, but then cooled. Uh, both sides know where they stand and what the issues are. The talks seem to be most uh, prevalent with Vegas. If the Sabres aren't going to retain any portion of Eichel's salary, they'll need to find a third team to help facilitate the deal, apparently. Might not be easy. And you'd be asking that third team to absorb part of Eichel's cap hit for the next five years. And what is that worth to a club? Uh, he also said the talk of Eichel filing a grievance got pushed off last week, but he's not sure where that stands right now. Uh, when it comes to uh, the uh, Calgary Flames, uh, Kevin Weeks, NHL network analyst, Keep saying not to sleep on the Flames. They lack depth in prospects compared to Vegas, even the Ducks or the Kings, who are always uh, on the back burner when it comes to this. Uh, Matthew Kachuk probably not in play, but perhaps Elias Lindholm or Sean Minahan might be available. Uh, Flames VP of Hockey Operations, Don Maloney, was spotted at a Sabres game recently against the Ducks and Kings. Uh, there's no pressure right now to move Eichel during the season until his no move clause kicks in next July, but that grievance is always pending and, uh, or not pending, but, you know, hanging in the background as an option for Jack Eichel. So, oh, the saga continues and, and we'll see where it goes. Uh, Jets general manager, Kevin Shevel Dayoff apologized to Kyle Beach and addressed his role in the Blackhawks scandal on Tuesday. Uh, he was accompanied by Jets governor and co-owner Mark Chipman. He was the assistant GM. He maintains he had limited knowledge of what happened to Beach. He said he thought it was just inappropriate text messages, which is you know still something that, even if that was the case, to be followed up on. He said the system failed the young forward, adding no one should have to endure what he did. Um, he said the details of the incident were unclear to him at the time. He was absolved by wrongdoing by Gary Bettman, who called him a minor player. And, uh, yeah, both Shevel Dayoff and Chipman pledged they want to do more going forward to be part of the solution to prevent further occurrences of abuse. Shevel Dayoff said he's been in touch with Beach 
and former sexual assault, not former, but sexual assault survivor, Sheldon Kennedy, former hockey player, I should say. And he'll be participating in Kennedy's Respect the Sport program. Uh, a lot of people were commending Shovel Day Off. Uh, you know, Frank Saravelli, the PWHA head, said, you know, powerful stuff just in response to Shovel Day Off saying he was going to acknowledge uh, that this was part of hockey culture. Not really a huge step there, but the conversation's ongoing and hopefully, uh, yeah, some meaningful change comes from it. I think that's pretty much it for um, news and notes from around the NHL. Like I said, the Bruins will be in action tomorrow night against the Detroit Red Wings. So on tomorrow's podcast, we will, of course, preview that game. Detroit did play last night, and they were shut out by the Montreal Canadiens, which is not a great look. However, they were without captain uh, Dylan Larkin, and they were without Tyler Bertuzzi who is unable to travel to Canada for games because of his unwillingness to be vaccinated. The Bruins now two points behind Detroit with three games in hand. Again, if you look at point percentage, the Bruins are now in fourth in the uh, Atlantic behind Buffalo and ahead of Toronto, who they will play on Saturday night. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. Again, uh, We are free and available on all platforms, so please continue to make Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. Your second listen should be the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, hosted by Scott Cullen. He's got uh, years of experience to help you win your league. And uh, yeah, happy Wednesday. All downhill from uh, from here to the weekend. Uh, I hope you're all doing well. A lot of heaviness this, uh, this week in hockey. Uh, But hopefully, yeah, the Bruins getting back to the ice uh, tomorrow night will help with that. And also, I hope you're encouraged by the actions that uh, Cassidy and Bergeron took to gather the team to watch the interview. Uh, Really proud of of those guys and and to be a Bruins fan uh, in light light of that for sure. Not many teams, I haven't heard of any other team that has done that. I'm sure a lot of guys have watched it but to get together to watch it together to keep each other accountable that's a that's a huge step and good on the Bruins for doing that all right happy Wednesday friends thanks again for listening to this episode of Locked On Boston Bruins part of the Locked On Podcast Network your favorite team every single day